Hey, welcome to the Inspired Way podcast. I am your host, Tim Douglas. And if you're wondering what the heck is the Inspired Way, well, let me just tell you real quick. There's a few things that we can learn by watching cow and buffalo and how they face their storms. The cow will see the storm coming. They will turn the opposite direction away from going the same direction as the storm, trying to get away from the storm as fast as they can, run into the beautiful blue sunshine out in front of them, dark clouds behind them. However, the storm always catches them, which increases the amount of time, stress, frustration that they have to deal with that storm because now they're running in the storm and with the storm. The buffalo, on the other hand, sees the exact same storm coming. They turn towards that big old dark cloud and they face the storm. They run into the storm. And by doing so, the storm passes over the top of them going the opposite direction, decreasing the amount of time, stress, frustration, and pain that they have to deal with that exact same storm. And I know that is so true in my life. I've seen that play out time and time and time again or when I try to avoid some things it always costs either myself or others frustration stress and pain so I wonder are you facing your storms today or are you running from them this podcast is all about facing those storms thank you for being the buffalo we need more buffaloes more people facing the storms in their lives today thank you so much for tuning in Welcome to the Inspired Way Podcast. This show is designed to inspire and empower you to face the daily storms of life with passion, strength, and courage. We believe that we can be transformed by the testing of these storms, growing stronger, not wavering in our faith, and a knowing that our endurance will be strengthened. And when it is all said and done, we'll be perfect and complete, body, soul, and spirit. For we seek to control the controllables and nothing more. Our goal with this show and company is to keep a posture of learning by renewing our minds daily and taking action on what we have learned so that when the storms of life come our way, we are ready to face the storm. We, 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 we are ready to face the storm. Hey, my friends, welcome to the Inspired Way podcast. I am your host, Tim Douglas, and so glad that you are back. And uh, today I have Jake Kilfer on the podcast. Super excited to have Jake. I met him through a mutual friend, um, No Quit Living, Christopher J. Worth. Uh, you probably heard me on the No Quit podcast or actually heard uh, earlier on, I actually had Chris on the podcast as well. One of my earlier episodes, uh, actually, he was the first recording that I did for The Inspired Way. Uh, so definitely go back all the way back there and, and check out that episode. Uh, thank you so much for doing so. But uh, today I have Jake on. Jake is a business coach and speaker. He's a two-time uh, best-selling author, and he's also coached and helped um, over 70 plus uh, MBA prospects, guys looking to get into the MBA. And he's pivoting, he's shifting, he's now helping millennial entrepreneurs create seven figure, excuse me, six figure uh, businesses through connection. Uh, he also um, goes on podcast tours. He's super uh, passionate about what he is doing. And so he's been on a podcast tour and he's on this one today. Super excited to have him on. He has faced challenges. Uh, he was someone who dreamed, had this big uh, audacious dream, did not come to pass, uh, but yet he continued to face that storm, continued to face the things. And it turned out a little different than he probably expected, but better than he expected, I would say as well. So um, we talk a lot about just action creates opportunity. We uh, talk a lot about also uh, just going above and beyond. And that was the key for him is going above and beyond uh, his circumstance that he was in. We also dive into the growth mindset and 
really hone in. Listen to this, these parts right here of effort, not results. He talks about that in this podcast. So if you are parents, definitely lean into that part of the episode and hear what he has to say about how his parents help support him and become who he is. So you can check him out on Instagram at Jake Kilford. I'll put a link down below for his uh, Instagram account and his website. So without further ado, my conversation with Jake. Welcome to the show, Jake. What's going on, man? Happy to be here. Yeah, good, good. How's uh, how's things out there in LA world? I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm looking out my window right now, and it's about sun- seventy and sunny. So hey, I, uh, I'm I'm living the dream. Not bad. I'm on the other east coast, and it's uh, sixty eight and sunny. So there we go. Not bad at all. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. And before we jump into your story, listeners, I just want to remind you of the inspired way and what this whole podcast is about. It's it is about facing the storms of life with passion, strength, and courage. And we learn a lot by watching a cow and the buffalo and how they face their storms. And the cow sees the storm coming, turns the opposite way, tries to avoid the storm at all costs. And by doing so, it increases the amount of time, stress, frustration, and pain that that cow has to deal with the storm. The buffalo, on the other hand, sees the exact same storm, faces the storm, runs into the storm, By doing so, it decreases the amount of time, stress, frustration, and pain that the buffalo has to deal with the storm. And so my guest today is has seen his share of storms uh, throughout his life and his career and where he's at today. And I'm super excited to have you, Jake. And and so tell us a little bit about your your background, um, how you got to where you are today and that path there, because I know you've faced some storms along that way. Sure. So for me, you know, growing up, I'm from LA. I wanted to be an NBA player. That was my childhood dream. You know, and, and my parents, the, they have a, a room in their house that we grew up in it's called the Lakers room, okay? And this room is painted purple and gold. It's got all this memorabilia. It's one of the coolest places, coolest sports rooms I've ever been in in my life. And so I like grew up with Kobe Bryant. I grew up with nice. all the Lakers legends in that room. And I, that was my dream. Now, the only issue was I'm 5'8 I'm now, but growing up, I was the smallest guy forever. And when I got to my sophomore year of high school, there was the first like big piece of adversity that I had really like faced internally. You know, and and what happened was I wanted to be on the varsity team. I was going to be a sophomore. I would have been the smallest guy on the team, one of the youngest. We had one other. My my best friend was was on the varsity team as a freshman. So I would have been following right in his footsteps. We would have played together. And this was the time where I was going to try out. And everybody started to say, nah, you're not good enough. You're not tall enough. You're not fast enough. You're not strong enough. All of the things telling me why I couldn't do it. And a lot of the people that I thought were my support system, they were the ones that were telling me to stop going. Isn't that the truth, man? Isn't that how that works sometimes? It always happens. And and you know what? This this same concept of people telling you you can't do something that Mm. you want to do. Literally, they don't even care if you do or don't do it. They just feel like they want to bring you down, right? Right, right. They think their opinion matters. and, And it really does. And so for me, this was the first time in, in young going through puberty and trying to figure out like, how, how, do, I, how do I overcome this? And what do I do in, in the face of this storm, right? As we're mm, talking about. Yes. And, and for me, what I decided to do is I, I decided to look at myself and I said, I'm not going to be defined by what other people want for me. I'm going to go after what I want because I know that I'd rather try and not succeed than to never try at all. And so I remember that summer, I, was, I made the roster as a 15th man, okay? And this was the summer roster. It wasn't the official roster. It was the summer roster. Wow. And every every game we'd play, we'd play. I didn't play. I didn't play at all. 
for the first like five games, but I kept showing up. I kept working out. I kept coming to practice. And finally coach puts me in the game and I get four minutes in that first summer game. I remember it so vividly. Coach pulls me out and I think like I'm going to go back in because I crushed it and I don't see another minute. And I start to have these internal doubts because sometimes we get that little boost and we're like, okay, okay, okay. But right. then it, it's taken away and we go further down and we start to wonder, do we belong? Are we going to, do we matter? Mm. Like what is going on? Yeah. I kept showing up. I showed up every day. I was the first person in the gym, the last person out of the gym. And I started to think, I started to think, how else can I show this coach that I belong on this team? I was the first guy to give high fives. I gave the starters my seat when they needed to, to take a breather. I got mm. them water. I did whatever I could to show that I was going to be the best teammate because mm. I knew that the guy at the end of the bench may not play a lot, but if he's a guy that people love and want to be around, there's opportunity. That's good. And eventually, not only did I make that team, but I became the starting point guard as a sophomore and took our team in the playoffs. And that has been an ongoing story for me as I've continued to evolve is I went to college. I couldn't play in the NBA. I went to college to study sports administration and business so I could represent NBA players. Sure, yeah. Right before graduation, the agency I was going to work for, they said, Jake, we can't hire you. We're on a hiring freeze. We're on the budget. I had to face that storm because I didn't want to be thousands and thousands of dollars in student loan debt. And it just so happens mm. that through networking and through building it out and going after what I wanted, the Lakers offered me a job. And so wow. I started my, my, my professional career, not playing for the Lakers, but working for the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> and that's one of those like crazy moments when you realize like sometimes the things we want in life and the things that we desire and things that we try to spend our whole time going after, they yeah. come to us just in a different way than we initially expected. Mm, yeah. And since then, I've been able to do so much, but that's how I got my career started. Wow, that is so good. And it reminds me of something that um, I've heard in the past that is, it may not be the thing that that is the thing, right? So what you're doing may not be the thing, but it could be the thing that leads you to the thing that you're supposed to do. Or that person may not be the person in your life, but they lead you to the person that connects you with the right person, you know? And so that's a, that's a good story of, of, persistency, you know, of just consent uh, uh, and consistency, really um, consistently being persistent in what you want and going after it. And so um, backing up a little bit, um, you said, you know, you had this mentality of I'm not going to be defined by others. And so um, that came at what sounded like a very young age. So which also sounds like a very mature statement <laughs> because most adults struggle with that today. And so what, where did that come from? You know, was that something that was always taught in the home? Was it a, a coach or a mentor that taught you at a young age to kind of fight through some of those, you know, those things like, oh, you, you can't play. Sorry, bro. I, you know, I, I think when I say it now, you know, I've, I've, I've shared this enough and I've relived it enough to now say like, I, I, I will not be defined by them. But I think in the moment, I don't know if, if that was the exact. Sure. Part. Yeah. Okay. No, right. Cause, cause we don't know, we don't know those things until we look back. And then even then, like how much of it is, is actually what was going through in that moment. But what right. I do remember, I do know this for a fact is that, you know, it was probably not, maybe not exactly those words, but it was like when people doubt you, instead of giving up, I said, watch me, mm. right? Like I, I always had this drive to prove people wrong. I always had this underdog mentality because as an athlete, I was always the smallest kid in the court on the football field, on the baseball field. I was always the smallest guy. And so I had to find ways to be different to make myself better. I had to find ways to be more unique and different. And I'll take it back even further because yes, like, where does this come from? 
I think it comes from two, two things. Number one is I've just, I think I was born with an innate desire to be great. Mm. I've always wanted to achieve excellence and I've always wanted to help other people achieve excellence with me. I've never wanted to be the only one to do it. Yes. I always want someone to do it with me. That's good. Yeah. So that's one. And that just always been my drive. Number two is I am very blessed to have two parents that have always encouraged me to try new things. And this is something when working with athletes, working with young athletes, working with uh, individuals and youth is, is so important. Is my parents, they told me that I could do whatever I needed to do. They always told me, Jake, it's not, we want you to get good grades. You know, I'll use a school example here. We want you to get good grades and they had high expectations of me, but they were always more focused on the effort I put in to get those grades than the actual mm. result themselves. Wow. It wasn't, and that that was so powerful to me because sometimes we can only do what it is that we know at that given time in our life. And so for me, as I look back to it, my parents always wanted me to try and the result was secondary, right? Because when we try, like we were just talking about, things that happen, they lead to the ultimate thing that we desire. But until we try, we will never know. And so I'd say it's a combination of like having parents and, and role models that guided me and encouraged me to try regardless of the outcome. And then also just me wanting to be great. Like I, mm. I just want to win. I, I have this burning desire like Kobe. Yeah. Like I just want to be the best that I can be. And I want everybody to come on to my, to my, to my bus. Like let's yeah, yeah. go. You know what I mean? So, so, so those two things are what driven me early on um, so that I could, I could live that lifestyle. Wow, so so much to unpack right there. Let's uh let's start with the the phrase watch me. <laughs> right? It's like just watch me. And so when you told your story about uh you know not getting that that role, you know, as a freshman, you're you know one of the 15, but you're not playing. Here we are four or five games in, no time um on the court. And so you were like, I, I could see that as you said that I could see that playing out because you were like, watch me. Okay, I'm going to what I wrote down equals serving others. So I'm going to give up my seat when the starters come back. I'm going to be the first one to, to give high fives, handshakes. I'm going to be I'm going to be the example of the um, outworker, right? I'm going to outwork these others or I'm going to outdo or I'm going to outserve other people so that that opportunity can present itself. And so listeners, I, I just, I want to pause here because that is huge in anything that we do. Like we can take that thing forward and it's like, you know, we didn't get that promotion or, or whatever it may have been. And it's like, well, what if we just went and outserved the other people, right? Out of a good heart, not out of a heart of like, oh, I'm just going to do that. And then I'm going to pout when I don't get it. Right. And I think for you, it was like, watch me because it was that innate drive on the inside of you. It's like, that was your heart. Your heart was wanting to do those things, you know, and, and then it created opportunities uh, down the road. One of the other, you know, in your, your, you know, that that's the excellence part, you know, is watch me. I'm going to show up with excellence. I'm going to do everything done well. And then two was um, your parents' encouragement. And I don't know, we've got some pretty smart listeners on here. So they probably caught this real quick because as soon as you said it, I'm like, bing, that's, uh, that is 100%. Um, I'm sure they were, your parents were part of the study of Dr. Carol DeWick's book, Mindset, because, you know, she talks about in the book, uh, mindset or growth mindset is, uh, you know, really praising the effort, not the results. And those who praise the results over effort generally have typically find a fixed mindset in those kids or, you know, whatever. So um, very cool, man. Very, very cool to actually see that play out and work out in your life where 
you know what? Um, they're going to they're gonna praise the results, um, or excuse me, praise the effort that you put in. Hey, just give it 110%, man. We're not going to, you know, worry about the results so much. And so that I, I you know, looking back um, for you, do you feel like, because for me, I could feel like, man, that's super, that's super empowering to know, like, because to me, that's trust. Like, hey, I trust you to just go out and give your 110% effort. And if you don't hit the mark, that's okay. I trust you. And so that's super empowering to be able to have that in your, your corner. Do, would you say that at all? 100%. Hey, my friends, I wanted to let you know that I have created the link timdouglasinspires.com forward slash schedule now where you can schedule a discovery call with me if you have any questions about you know your life facing the storm or anything like that. You need someone just to hear where you're at and give you some uh, maybe some direction. I'd be happy to do that. Go to timdouglasinspires.com forward slash schedule now to schedule a discovery call so we can just chat and love to help you, love to serve you and add value to you. So also this episode is sponsored by Naked Warrior Recovery. Naked Warrior Recovery was founded by Will Branham, who is a 26 year Navy SEAL veteran. And he discovered CBD uh, while he was with the teams, but waited until after he retired from the teams, then um, saw great benefits from it. So he said, I gotta get this in the hands of other people like me who struggled and suffered through um, just life, right? And, and the storms of life. You can actually hear his podcast. Uh, I did a podcast with him just a few episodes ago. Definitely go check that out. But this episode is sponsored by Naked Warrior Recovery. Check them out. They're awesome. Will's been gracious enough to give us a code. It is Buffalo20. That'll give you 20% off your entire purchase. So go check Naked Warrior out today. That is at nw-recovery.com. I mean, I, I always felt supported and encouraged by my parents. And I'll, I'll make it very clear. Is I know that I was blessed beyond belief to have parents like that. And I yeah. still have both my parents. Like They're the greatest people ever. And, and, you know, just before this, I was talking to my dad for 30 minutes and he was giving me tips and he's like my biggest supporter and he's always hyping me up. That's and awesome. Like, he makes me believe that everything I can do and I do it, right? Because when you combine great knowledge and support with persistent and intentional action, you start to achieve greatness, right? 100%. 100%. And so, so I think that it's, you know, when, when you ask this question, like, I know I was super blessed to, to have that. And so I always want to make sure that I can give that to other people mm. because I know. Yeah. On the flip side, how many people don't have parents like mine? I mean, to be honest, I don't think anyone has parents like mine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're superheroes in my mind. And so, sure. you know, I know, and, and I've worked with people all over the world, and I know that not everyone and very few people get to have an experience like I did with two parents that love me and love each other and, and show those, those lessons. And so that's a huge inspiration for me to be that person that gives somebody that love, to wow. show somebody that you can do this, to, to persist even in the face of the storm, right? Yep. And to say, I'm going to go in it because what's on the other side is so much better than where I just was. I want to keep going and I'll be there when they, when they mess up. I'll be yeah. there when they make mistakes because truth be told, no matter what age we are, we're always going to screw up. We're always going to screw up. Yet the older we get, the less likely we're willing to take the chance because we're scared of the embarrassment of screwing up. Yes. Right? Like when you're a kid, you'll do whatever. And if you fall on your face, like who cares? People laugh at you and you barely remember that. Yep. As an adult, if we ask for a promotion and we don't get it, we're like, oh my gosh, they must hate me now. This is the worst thing I've ever done in my <laughs> life. Like I can't believe I went for it. Exactly. But, but in reality, like life is about taking these chances. Life is about like going out after the things that we want. It's about improving the things that we're already good at. It's about enjoying the process. 
And I, and I think like, you know, it started with the question about my parents, but it expands into- No, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and it does expand. And, and I'm glad you went there because when you, were, when you were talking about that, it really made me think like, okay, where you are today and what you do today, coaching and other things, um, because myself as a coach too, that is one of the things that I want to do is create a space for others to feel comfortable, right? To again, praise the effort, not the results. And so, but not everybody, like you said, has those parents, has those superhero parents. And so what have you seen or found that, that really kind of helps? So the thing that I'm thinking of is what I would say is a tribe or a community or, you know, here on the show, we call it a herd, right? Find your buffalo herd because the strength of the individual, the strength of the individual buffalo gets its strength from the herd running together because kind of the, to your point is when we are falling short, when we aren't quite making it, everybody else is there to encourage us not to tear us down. You know, they're there to praise our effort not to like, oh, dude, you didn't make it to, you know, and really beat us down. So what have you found? Because over that course of time, who's been your, who's been your tribe, so to speak, or your herd, you know, uh, has it been, just been parents or have you found like these communities like, hey, I, I need to find myself a community of like-minded, like-hearted people to be around to, to, to find that success, to not, as you face that storm, you know, uh, to help you push through it. Yeah, the community, I mean, the community is so key. I believe that that connection is the single most important foundation to build personal and professional growth. Yes. Without connection, we will never be able to reach the, the, the peaks and the mountains that we want, we want to climb, right? And I'll do, I'm going to do an exercise with you right now. And for everyone that's listening, I want to put this in perspective. If you're driving, obviously don't do this. But if you're not driving, please go ahead and do this. So, Tim here, go ahead and put your hands in the shape of an M, okay? Now, this is a me mentality. And, and for everyone that's listening, a me mentality is when we start to focus on ourselves. We're, we're, we're innately programmed to focus on our own self, even yeah. though our desires are to help others, right? We say we want to help others, but we often are doing it selfishly. This is what this means. A me mentality. What can you do for me? How can I use you to get to where I want to go? When I climb this mountain, am I going to step on your feet to get to where I want to go? Because there's only one winner. That's a me mentality. And me mentality, if I asked everyone here right now, Tim, I asked you and I asked everyone listening, do you have a we mentality or a me mentality? You're all going to try to say you have a we mentality. Right. This is where I'm going to challenge you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, really, which one are you? And here's what a we mentality is. What can we do for each other? How can we help each other get to where we want to go? Are we going to pull each other up when we're down so we can get to the highest point of this mountain? Can we get to a new peak that we didn't even think was possible? Mm. This is when the shift happens, when we stop worrying about comparing ourselves to someone else's success, but rather rooting them on in their success. So good. Especially, especially when you're in competing roles or mm. competing uh, industries, right? Indus because yeah. Innately, you're like, oh, I don't want them to succeed because I want to be that person. In reality, there's enough for all of us to win, okay? Yes. And that's the big difference between we and me. So put your hands in the shape of an M, right? Like this, right? Okay. Yeah. Now the shape of an M represents a me mentality. And for everyone that's listening, doing this at home, go ahead and have this by your waist. Now with a me mentality, you start to do a lot of great things. You start to raise your arms. So everyone would go ahead and start to raise your arms as high as you can, high as you can, high as you can. Maybe you have some great success, but at a certain point, you can only go so high because your shoulder flexibility is going to stop. You get stuck. A me mentality is limited mm. by the boundaries we put on ourselves. But the minute we change that M, we flip that M. So go ahead, everyone take that M, flip it over and it becomes a W. This represents a we mentality. And go ahead and raise your hands now. Now you can take your hands and keep raising and raising and raising and you can get exponentially higher. This is the difference between a we mentality and a me mentality. And this is the power 
of why connection and community is one of the foundational pieces to being able to win at the game of life. That is it in its essence. Wow, that is so good. And, and it reminds me of a quote by one of my mentors, um, uh, Zig Ziglar, help enough people get what they want in life and you can have everything you want in life. And the me mentality is limiting. You're, you're absolutely right. I felt that as you start to elevate your yourself, right? As you start to elevate yourself, your hands, I'm, I'm using as the listeners cannot see, <laughs> I'm elevating my hands. There's these pinch points, right? And, and tension starts to build and tightness starts to happen. And I think about that, man, that's a great metaphor for what happens when we try to elevate ourselves. We start to feel this tension. We start to feel these things in our lives, or whether it's around our circles or other people versus the we mentality flipping our hands on, you know, on end, we can, we're, it's, it's infinite. I mean, as far as, you know, we can just keep getting on the ladder and keep going. And I love that because the things that I was thinking about was you're talking about the competing uh, roles or competing like, like a coach, right? Uh, we're coaches, we do similar work, or I have another guy who's a friend of mine who does the exact same work. And it's natural, I think, for us to think, like, yeah, sure, I want to help him. But then how much do I promote him to other people, right? Because now that natural thought process of, well, if I promote him and people go to him, they're not coming to me, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's a, there's, a, there's some, uh, actually, I was going to say this, there's some biblical stuff there too, like sowing and reaping. What you sow, you shall reap. And so if I want to see someone else succeed, kind of to Zig Ziglar's point, I will help others get where they want in life so that it'll naturally come back to me. And so I love that, man. I love that analogy of me and we and the limiting mindset or limiting uh, mentality that we can create for ourselves. And like, let's put this in perspective here. Everyone has helped somebody in their life, right? Every time we help somebody else, we walk away with a positive feeling. 100%. Not only do we walk away with a positive feeling, but that person has a positive feeling. If that feeling was all that I could get every time, I would help as many people as I possibly can. But sometimes we forget forget how good it feels to help because we're mm. scared that it won't yep. bring us the benefit, mm. right? Yeah, then like scarcity so. versus abundance mindset, right? You know, 100%. so talking about m- mental thinking and whatever, there's a lot of scarcity stuff that starts to play, play out um, and our actions, really. Um, I think it was um, Anthony Trucks who said, our fear plays out through actions. Mm. You know, it's like what we do um, or what we're afraid of, we react to, good or bad, you know. So um, great stuff, man. So where are you at today? Uh, What are you doing today? And how has, you know, the things that you've done in the past kind of helped support where you are today? Sure. So I'm I'm writing books. I'm speaking all over the country, uh, running a big basketball event that helps draft prospects sign their first deal. Wow. But really where I'm focused on is, is as a business coach, helping entrepreneurs and coaches start and scale their business uh, to six figures and beyond. So that's like my main uh, focus as of right now. And like everything has led to this because when I think about everything and we talk about some of the, the mental stuff that we've got touched on earlier and building this community and it's everything is one step in front of the other, right? Everything in life that we do is an evolutionary process. No matter no matter where we are, we can always be better. Yeah. No matter where we are, we're going to always want more. And the key that I find is that we need to have a relentless pursuit of greatness. Never let that slide. <laughs> but at the same time, we have to appreciate and enjoy the journey along the way. We have to be in the present moment while we plan for the future. 
Yeah. And this is one of the biggest challenges us as human beings can face. But it's something that I've tried to really embody as I've built different businesses. As I speak, I really try to um, focus on, I know what the dream is, but how can I make that dream come true today for the people that I'm with? Mm, that is so powerful. And it reminds me of a, a little prompt that, that I think of sometimes is, is like, who needs my A game, right? And when I'm on my A game, I'm actually helping others more than myself. And, and that's the mentality is who needs me on my A game so that I can help them. Because if I show up not willing to lift others up, not willing to help others, then it is all selfish gain, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why we pull back a lot of times is, is because of selfish gain um, of helping others. So good stuff, man. So, so one of the things that you, you said was relentless um, and it, it, I'm sure I obviously know you know this guy and um, Tim Grover. Um, have you, are there some principles that you've taken away from his book, Relentless, and, and his, you know, him being an MBA you know, coach to Jordan and whatnot? Uh, you know, I just was curious about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, re- I read his book once. Um, don't remember everything, everything <laughs> in it, but the, there's, there's one thing I think it was in the book, or if not, it was in The Last Dance, which was the Michael Jordan documentary, but it, yeah. but it was this. And my, Michael said it, when you show up, you have to show up 100%. You talk about your A game, right? Because Michael Jordan would say, if there are people, right, if there are people that are paying money to come watch you play basketball and do the thing that is what you're known to do, you need to show up no matter if there's one person or 100,000 people in that arena. And I think sometimes in our life, we get so focused on the metrics mm, and the numbers good. and the followers and that and all of those things that we forget that we need to show up for the people that need us right now. Mm-hmm. We need to show up. And when we step foot into our gym, when we step foot into our arena, we need to play the game and we need to play to win the game. And so when I think of being relentless, to me, it's about showing up 100% of the time for every experience that you have. Because whether it's a podcast, whether it's a speaking gig, whether it's time with your family, whether it's the, your colleagues at work, you never know what that person is going through in yeah. that day. You never know what their experience is like. But if you can bring your A game and you show up, you will win and they will win because of you. And they will feel that and it will lead to them having more wins and more wins. And you create that ripple effect. You are responsible for changing the world, one person or 100,000 people at a time. And that, like when you say relentless, it's like you can't stop, right? I'll give you one one step further here In 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 a longer perspective is... I will be known everywhere. Like I won't, I will be the best in my line of work as I continue to get older and learn and grow. Like that to me is a fact. Yeah. Sometimes a lot of people will have a similar dream, but a lot of people aren't willing to show up every day mm. over and over and over again for years and years and years. We think of the, su- the success stories right. as the person they have become. We forget that they spent 15 years grinding it out, posting their videos and three people watch it, getting on stage for 2,000 people, but not 20,000 people. Right. We forget about this journey and evolution because we want that instant result. Mm. But Relentless is about providing an instant result for someone else while you continue to get the small wins over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's enjoying those things. So so that's like, when I think of Relentless, that's where I go. That is so good. And I can't remember all of the, cause you, you know, listeners, you'll have to definitely check out that book. It's a, it's a powerful book, but I cannot remember exactly all the, the state, you know, there's, there's three different levels. I think it is of, of different people and, and, you know, and what it really, what it really takes to be relentless. And yeah. when you were talking about greatness, 
that's what really stood out was it's that ongoing on to every single day, showing up, showing up every single day. And just to flip the script on that a little bit, that is, it's easy, it's easy to do almost to like when you're going for a goal or when you're going for something that you, you know you want to do in life or that you're called to do or whatever. But flipping that script a little bit when you've got to have a tough conversation with your spouse, you got to have a tough conversation with a friend or whatever. It's like, how are you showing up then? You know, a lot of times we show up not really wanting to do it. And we have this anxiety or this, this you know, um, resistance to it. And so we don't show up at our A game. And I just thought about that when you were talking, how like when you consistently show up for that other person, you're actually building them up, yada, yada, yada. And I thought, started thinking about, I was just, I just had a conversation here recently with, with someone. And um, in the past, I hadn't shown up very well for that conversation. You know, I came, brought some stuff in and didn't go real well and allowed my emotions to get all worked up or whatever. So the next time I brought um, my A game, I'm like, no, I'm going to face this storm, have this conversation, and I'm going to choose to show up this way. And what a difference that makes too. Now, granted, I can't control how they respond. I can't control anything on that other side. But on the flip side for myself, even I know like, wait a minute, I just showed up as the person that I know that I'm called to be that greatness, right? That great person. So I love that. So we can use that in any way, shape or form. And so I'm glad you went down that road of greatness um, talking about uh, and and now which led into being relentless every single day because in the storm, the storm is going to kick our butts, you know, just because the Buffalo faces the storm doesn't mean the elements of the storm does not, you know, hit them. Doesn't mean that they're not, uh, uh, getting hit by rain, by hail, by, you know, sleep, whatever, the twigs blowing in the, in the wind, you know, as they're running through it, doesn't mean they're, they're exempt from anything, right? Uh, but it's decreased. And by doing so, and by having a tribe that you can go through with it, allows, um, allows us to get through on the other side, uh, makes us stronger, builds our endurance so that when the next storm comes, we're ready. And so um, I see that as in your story, as you've talked about that, like continuing this thread of continuing to press forward, press forward, press forward, press forward, this relentlessness, and which has led you to where you are today. And brother, it's been, it's, it's been cool getting to know you and see that relentlessness. And it's kind of makes my mind turn a little bit. Okay. Where are areas in my life that I'm not quite there? And so, um, can you speak to like the listeners, uh, who are listening today who might, um, be in that situation where, you know, they've, you know, the storms are kicking their tail and, um, your, your, your mindset and the way you think, I love how it's just that consistently showing up for greatness. Um, can you speak to them real quick before we jump out of here? Well, let's look at this. You know, when we think about the storm, it's kicking our butt, right? What happens after a storm and the season goes by? Well, guess what? It gets freaking sunny, right? Guess what happens right after it rains? There's a rainbow. Rainbow. And it's the most beautiful day that's ever happened. That's what's on the other side. It's not a light at the end of the tunnel because the tunnel's never going to end. What it is going to end and what is going to start is how you start to see the changes. Yes. Right? 
And the storm will knock us down. But at the end of that storm, there's the most beautiful experience we've ever had. Another, I'll throw in another analogy here and then I'll give a, I want to give a concrete story here of of when I was getting my butt kicked is in every single day, there's 86,400 seconds, correct? Yep. And because of that, that's a lot of seconds. Now, Equate that to a bank account. You had 86 grand, 4,400 bucks in your bank account. If you lost a hundred of those seconds, a hundred of those dollars, would you just throw away the rest of your $86,300? No. Hell no. You'd be like, this is my money. I'm keeping this exactly. shit, right? But we allow those 10 seconds, those mm, hundred seconds, those three minutes to change our entire day. We allow people to rob us of that joy. We allow them to rob yes. us of our progress that is impeding are compounding interests of the day-to-day work. Yes, yeah. I was writing my first book. I was writing my first book and I had every doubt you could imagine. I'm 23 at the time. I'm releasing a career development book. First, and my thought was like, who's going to read a career development book by a 23-year-old kid, <laughs> right? Like I was one year removed out of college and I had written a book on career development. Right. And I was like, is anyone going to buy this? What if nobody buys it? Are people going to think I'm a failure? All this crazy stuff. And my dad sits me down and we're talking again, going back to my dad, like having somebody in your corner that believes in you is so powerful, whether it's your family, whether it's a sibling, whether it's a colleague, whether it's a coach, whatever it is, like find those people. And my dad talks to me and he's like, Jake, I know you want to have the best seller. I know you want to sell millions of copies. I know you want all these things. I know you want this to lead into so much more. And I'm like, damn straight I do. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, he goes, but there is no shortcut to this game. Mm. And then he kind of paused and, it, and we kept chatting and I was like, okay, cool. And then he's like, wait, 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 I got it. I got it. And I was like, what dad? Like, give it, give me the good stuff. Like I need some like breakthrough here. And he says, there is one shortcut. And the only shortcut in life is to start now. Mm. And that was the moment when I realized that the ambition and the dreams and the greatness, everybody can talk about that stuff. But until we actually start doing it, we will never know if greatness is possible for ourselves or what greatness will actually end up looking like. And that is the moment that Ev said, you know what? We're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing it. What happened when my book launched? It became an Amazon bestseller. What happened from there? I started speaking. What happened from there? I got invited to China to speak. Are you kidding me? Like I never even imagined that I would go to China to speak. Right. I get there, there's a 10 foot poster of my face and I'm in Chinese and I'm like, what the heck is going on? This was this was like the movies, but it was my life. And it be- was because I said, I'm going to do it even though I may be rejected, even mm. though I may not see the ultimate result tomorrow, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to keep on doing it. And I'm going to keep on going. So if you're in that rut where the storm is kicking your ass, and you feel down, like know that the rainbow is coming out. Yes. Know that starting today and the consistent and the persistent pursuit will continue to reap the benefits from, right? Know that the storm may knock you down. People may be robbing you of your money, but it doesn't mean you throw the rest of the day. That's what I would say to everyone who is in that part of their storm. Yes, so good. And what I took out of that, I just wrote down, action creates opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't see these opportunities coming. But if you would have stopped, they wouldn't have come, right? So the consistency um, of being persistent to continue to take the steps, continue to face the storm of the own thoughts of like, oh gosh, what if they hate it? What are, you know, 23 year old, blah, 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 blah. You know, continuing to take action created opportunity for you. And so, so good. So, so good, man. This has been fun. This, wow, this has gone by fast, number one. And so for the listeners, let me just recap real quick because we just unpacked a ton of stuff. And so go back, take some notes. Um, Jake dropped some serious bombs. Number one, um, go above and beyond, right? Go above and beyond everybody else. If you're facing a storm, if you're facing a challenge, if, whether it's in, in your workplace or whatever, go above and beyond and, and have that watch me mentality to serve others from a pure heart, 
from a heart of like, hey, watch me. I'm going to do this regardless because this is what I want in my life. And then find, uh, find those people, find that tribe. If you don't have those super star parents or those superhero parents, find those people in your life to surround yourself with, you know, like a Jake right here, man. I know he's, he's kind of one of those where they are there praising you for your effort and not constantly pulling you down for your uh, results. And then also, you know, just continuing to take action because action creates opportunity. Brother, I love that, man. A lot of great stuff. Uh, where can listeners dive into your world more? Because I know, like you said, you've got some books, you've got some coaching going on, some career coaching. Uh, where can people learn more about you and uh, co- contact you? The best places are on Instagram at Jake Kelfer, my first and last name, and my website, jakekelfer.com. And uh, when you get there, there's some free resources for you guys. You can get a free copy of my book, Elevate Your Network, which I'll be building credible relationships in life and business. Nice. And uh, that'll get you started. Very good. Very good. Thanks, man. Yeah, definitely, listeners. I'll have all this stuff in the show notes for you as well. But uh, thanks, Jake, man. I really appreciate your time. Appreciate the wisdom that you've shared uh, with your, your journey and your story and all the lessons that you learned along the way of facing those storms in your life, man. Appreciate it, brother. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You, you bet. Hey, my friends, I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. If you did, do me a huge favor and head on over to iTunes. Leave me a rating and review. That will definitely help us get this message out to more people. Also, if you haven't done so already, let's connect. You can connect with me on my website, timdouglasinspires.com, and or on the social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Let me know that you listened to the podcast and that's how you found me. Lastly, stay tuned for more to come. And I definitely want to thank you again for subscribing, for sharing this with your friends, leaving a review, all that good fun stuff. So until next time, go out there, face your storms, make your difference in the world, and we'll see you next time on the Inspired Way podcast. Thank you.